0: The views expressed on the following program are those of the host, and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership.
1: Phoenix, Casa Grande, Tucson, Flagstaff, Fresca, Brother Mike back on the radio, welcome to hardcorechristianity.com, welcome to the radio program, today's Bible study, Falling Mega Church Pastors, a peek behind the curtain. Hey, will you call somebody and tell them radio programs on? I'm going to give you some insight today about megachurch pastors, which will be very helpful and will allow you to be a blessing to them. Sounds like a pretty good idea, doesn't it? Yeah, this is Brother Mike. I'm the professional counselor at the Arizona Deliverance Center. We're on 15th Avenue, south of Osborne Road. We're downtown Phoenix. The website, hardcorechristianity.com, has all of our ministry services. Thursday and Friday are our live services. We have healing, preaching, teaching, and deliverance at both those services. I do the Friday night service for my radio listeners. Sign up for the free seminar when you go to the website, Satan's Secrets Part 2. Fascinating. Check out our Facebook page, Hardcore Christianity and Blessings. And uh, check out the Blessings page and take a copy of one of the testimonies there of healing and send it to somebody who needs some encouragement and needs uh, some faith to be healed. Send them one of our testimonies. Don't forget about the, uh, the uh, uh, page one of the homepage of the website. We've got a brand new website. I hope you've checked it out. Sister Karen's on the front page. She'll be happy to list your house for you for sale. Uh, don't forget about the PayPal button to send us another donations. By the way, thank you for your donations you've sent us for the last 16 years. It's been great. And uh, I'm also on uh, Dark Sky Radio on the Internet. Don't forget about that. I'm on every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Phoenix time. And the uh, listening and that program is going very well. The listeners are up, and uh, we're very grateful to be on that broadcast. Thank you for your support, everybody. Falling Mega Church Pastors. I want to read some names to you tell me if you've ever heard of any of these people. Fred Price Jr., Harry Noble, Darren Patrick. Trillian Chekvidian, Bill Hybels, Pete Wilson, Eddie Long, Thomas Weeks, Mark Connolly. That's the pastor over in Gilbert. David Loveless, Bob Coy, Isaac Hunter, Sam Hinn, part of the Benny Hinn conglomerate. You ever heard of any of those people? Well, it doesn't matter if you've heard of them or not. They're all, they're all megachurch pastors who had to resign in some form of disgrace as you know all scandals in churches particularly mega churches always involve one of two things what are those two things correct one of them is money and the other one is sex that's correct those are the two main issues sex and money i have uh counselled with mega church pastors mega church associate pastors and other High level uh, board members and pastors of mega churches. So, I do have some personal secret insight into how this system works. Let me explain something to you real quickly. Being a, a mega church pastor is an incredibly difficult job. And if you haven't gone through deliverance and you have areas in your life where uh, the devil has a clear shot at you that nobody knows about, sooner or later, you're going to get caught in a scandal and the devil's going to make you pay a terrible price for your ministry. That's exactly what happened to all those men I just mentioned. That was just a small number. It was the uh, tip of the iceberg. There's so many other mega church pastors around the United States that have been resigning in disgraceful activities. It's not even funny. But in defense of them, And since I have counseled some of them over the past, I do have empathy for their situation. Being a megachurch pastor is very difficult. Difficulty number one is pastoring people. The Bible calls them sheep. The Bible also calls some of them goats. It's very difficult to pastor sheep and goats. So in a megachurch, you have to develop a structure that keeps the senior pastor or the main personality Away from as many of the sheep as you possibly can. Because people are problems. People have problems. And you've got to have a lot of love and patience in order to work with people. Very few, very, very few Christians can be called into pastoring. It is a very difficult area to minister in. It's almost as difficult to minister in as the area I minister in which is counseling mentally and emotionally ill Christians. With the exception of me, pastoring a church has got to be one of the toughest jobs known to man. And you know how it works. When the children's ministry uh, doesn't do the check-ins properly, guess what happens? Somebody, somebody thinks they ought to tell the pastor. Uh, when somebody gets their feelings hurt because they, they don't have a proper voice or don't have people listening to them, Appropriately, in leadership areas, uh, they they want to go tell the pastor. They want to complain about something. They want to try to manipulate something to get it fixed. You know how that works. You know when people when their hearts are in the wrong place, uh, and they, they they suddenly think, well, I don't really connect with the worship here anymore, or I'm not not really connecting, or I don't really feel these sermons anymore. They 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 want to go to the pastor and complain. They want to shrink from their rep- responsibility. They. They want to blame somebody for something. And in other words, pastoring is very difficult because the pastor kind of becomes a scapegoat. And that's hard. You got to have a lot of patience and a lot of love to be able to get through that. Number two, pressure. There's, there's incredible pressure on a mega church pastor. It is like nothing you've ever seen. It's much worse than a regular pastor. They, they, are responsible, in essence, for the salaries of huge staffs and large numbers of board members. They have got to keep the money coming in. And the megachurch pastor is the main personality of the church. And most of the pressure falls on him or her. Dozens of staff members, hey, they got kids to feed, families to feed, mortgages to pay. There's endless pressure to raise money and increase donations. Number three, the pastoral staff is a ministry unto itself. You wouldn't believe how many of these megachurches have dysfunctional pastoral staffs, mentally and emotionally ill people everywhere. How do you know about this stuff, Brother Mike? Oh, I forgot. You counsel them. Thank you. They come in to see me and I get the inside scoop on all of the churches around the valley, almost every single one of them. They all end up eventually sitting in my office. But the megachurch pastor is responsible for people's careers. Other pastoral staff members, they want more preaching time, more teaching time. They want to develop programs on their own. They want to go this way. They want to go that way. And all these things have to be coordinated appropriately by the senior pastor. Or the megachurch pastor, very difficult. There's lots of problems with worship teams and choirs and big bands and, and high-tech worship services. All these things require extensive management skills. Every human being that walks into a megachurch is technically considered a unit of revenue to the church for obvious reasons. If nobody's sitting in that seat, there is zero potential for a unit of revenue. There's no money in an empty seat. The idea is you've got to get fannies in the seats. In order to do that, you have to provide something attractive to those fannies. It has to be something they like. It has to be something encouraging. It has to be something that gives them an uplifting, good feeling. It has to minister to their soul and their emotions, and their feelings. There's a lot of pressure and a lot of responsibility to keep people happy, particularly at a megachurch where you have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people at every service. Number three, excuse me, number four, loneliness is a major problem with megachurch pastors. I feel sorry for them. They have problems just like everybody else. They're a human being. We're all human beings. Everybody fails. Everybody sins. And everybody struggles at times. There are no exceptions. And mega church pastors don't have anybody to go to. Many times they don't have one single person to talk to. They're too embarrassed. They don't trust everybody. They can't go see somebody in the church. And so many times I see them because I'm not within their religious system. I don't go to their church so they can come see me in private, knowing that the information will be kept in confidence. That's how I see many of these megachurch pastors in counseling. But they have the same problems everybody else does. They have sexual problems. They have personal problems. They have financial problems. In the wealthy megachurches, no, they don't normally have financial problems, but they tend to overspend on luxury items, on vacations, and so on, and they end up with financial problems. You wouldn't believe it. Megachurch pastors are lonely because they can't admit their mistakes, and they can't admit they failed at something. That's a lot of pressure. And it's very hard to live like that. Number five, the cult of personality takes over a megachurch. People start to think you're great. It's all satanic. The devil tells everybody to compliment you and bless you and tell you what a wonderful person you are. Then the devil tells you to start believing it. He does that from the janitor clear up to the megachurch pastor. Other people start to develop crushes on you. If you happen to be particularly a younger megachurch pastor, good-looking guy, a good-looking gal, other men and women begin to develop crushes on you. Some of them actually start to approach you for having an affair. They see themselves as your proper spouse. They see your actual spouse as a deficit or a failure to you. The devil puts these thoughts in people's mind, and people believe them. They start to emit adulation, Uh, Undue affection. You develop a celebrity syndrome. And this verse is violated by every megachurch pastor that ever fell. Here it is, Romans chapter 12. Quote, Brother Paul says, I say through the grace given to me, to every man that is among you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought to think, but think soberly. That is exactly where the devil attacks megachurch Pastors, they need your prayers. Prayers, they need your support. The Greek word "hooper freneo in that verse ought to think actually means to be self-absorbed. If you pay somebody too many compliments, they become self-absorbed. If you are a megachurch pastor or a pastor anywhere, and you can relate to this radio broadcast today. You're eligible for free, confidential counseling services. Confidential. You can come talk to me. I will see you in person. I will pray with you. God will deliver you. Nobody has to know. Nobody in your church will find out. No one will ever know. 602-636-5800. It's tough being a megachurch pastor. I know how hard it is. I know what you're struggling with. Come get help before the scandal breaks.